0: Hey, 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 this is your girl, Gary, with another Adventures with Gary podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in again. This is just a podcast where, you know, we're having fun, having a good time, speaking on things that are on our minds, on our hearts, and just living, you know? So this particular episode is about how I became an esthetician. I usually get asked this question during Brazilian waxes <laughs> because people are just like how in the world did you get into a profession where you were looking at people's butts and everything else in between and <laughs> I would like to just mention during the Brazilian wax or just really any waxing service you aren't as focused on the body part you're working on as much as you are on removing the hair so you're like oh okay this is a brazilian wax so i'm removing the hair from this part of the body but you're not thinking like oh this is a coochie or this is somebody's dick or something like you know something wild. so you're just like let me get the hair off or at least that's how i am I'm like all right let me take this hair off let me get this off of you get you nice and smooth and get you on up body here so uh <laughs> This is the long story. I usually give them the uh amended version because I only have a few minutes with them while I'm removing the hair. Um so this is the long version of like everything that happened between then and now. Um so I originally knew that I was just going to become a physician like no one was gonna tell me that I was not about to be the hottest doctor on the block I just knew it now at the time I wasn't sure what kind of doctor I want to be either I was going to be a gynecologist an oral surgeon or a general surgeon so people were like well why you know gynecology why oral surgery for me I was just like well either way it goes you are gonna have to open wide <laughs> that's a horrible joke but I was just like I mean low-key yes um but yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Like, I love science, always love science. And I just thought it was a great way for me not only to help myself, but to also help my community. And that did not work out the way I planned it. So here I am. I think it might have been, I don't remember if it was my junior year or what year, child. I was there. I felt like I was there for so long. Um, <laughs> I switched my major from biology pre-med to accounting. But in my head, I was like, I could just do accounting pre-med and make up like my own major, which I really should have stuck with that. Um, but, you know, I was like, ah, we'll see. And I loved accounting and not even online. It was amazing. I was like, this is great. Like, I've always loved math. Well, I no, actually, let me take that back. I have not always loved math. When I got to college, I discovered my love for math. Prior to that, me and math had been duking it out for many years, but I don't know what happened. I got to college and I was like, oh, (laughs) this is what they were talking about this whole time. Easy, handy here. So when I got to accounting, I was like, this is a cakewalk, debits, credits, boom, got it. Like it's nothing, but I just love, I don't know what it was about accounting. I was like, this is great. Cause it was like, it just, for me, it took something that I hadn't really focused on. And just like brought it to the forefront of what i was doing um or just like business in general anything business related i've always loved as well um even from when i was a child i just always enjoyed business but people are always like ah you don't want to start your own business because it's hard and it, this and most businesses fail in this amount of years and stuff like that which is fine um it's a thing and you know the statistics are there to help us grow and become better so i just shelved that idea completely as far as like owning a business but during the time that I was an accounting major, I decided I was like, well, you know what? I listen to these podcasts. Let me start listening to more business related podcasts. So I started listening to the, my leak teal podcast. And I just like absolutely adore her because not only was she able to build her company curl box from like the ground up. She's just like freaking a rock star when it comes down to running a business. And I've always liked her approach because she didn't, sugarcoat things you know she just kept it real like okay like if you're trying to be your own boss and make your own schedule and all these other things and that's your reason for becoming an entrepreneur then you better go back to your job and I was like girl what like but now that I'm like running my business it makes total sense on why she said that and so I was listening to the Mike Lee Teal um podcast and So she owns Curlbox and I was like when I heard that I was like oh you know what I could do something for skin like she's doing hair care I could do like a skincare subscription box but I didn't really like talk about it I just kind of shelved the idea because when you're at XU whatever you're studying like honey you better be like focused on that like they it don't matter if you take in underwater basket weaving you like that is what your focus is you know So I just kind of shelved the idea at the moment. I was just like, well, okay, I'll revisit it, I guess, later on. But right now I got bigger fish to fry. Like how to pay that tuition, child. Um, (laughs) Needless to say, I was unable to pay the tuition my senior year. And I was not able to come back. So I had a balance and I needed to finish out the senior year. And they were just like, no, honey. Well, I don't want to say they. It was this one gentleman in particular. Um. The young lady who was trying to help me in the financial aid office, she did everything she could, but it was to no avail. And the gentleman just like looked over his cubicle. He was like, no, (laughs) I was just like, well, okay, that's the end of that guys. At least that particular chapter. So I just like went on about my business. And to be honest, I was burnt out. Not even online. I was so burnt out by the time I even got to that point, I was just like, I don't even know if I'm gonna make it through this last year. Like I was just done for. Um, Cause I was working, I had a work study job. I had a real job. I was trying to do side hustles just to like pay for this tuition and it was just a mess. It was a complete mess. Um, so I did have some relief when I was told no. And I think that was, at least for me, learning how to accept the no's that come along in life. It's like, okay, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's never going to happen. But this may be, like, uh, not right now. Like, you're not ready for this particular stage that you think that you're ready to go for. Or, you know, it may be a redirection to something else or, like, God's protection. You just never know what that no means. But it's like, at that moment, I just told myself, like, okay, girl, you need to start accepting these no's and just... Take it for what it is, you know, don't be mad about it. Don't be upset. Like, yeah, it may hurt, but you just need to take it in stride and go on to the next thing, whatever it is. Um, so I think that might've been like 2014 ish. And then I don't know if it was that same year or 2015. No, it was that same year. So I was still like you know, working my little odd jobs here and there, working at the grocery store. Y'all know what grocery store I was at. Um, (laughs) miss my coworkers. They were so sweet. So supportive. Do not miss the company. Okay. Um, I like met this guy at one of the places I worked at and he we were talking about something he was like oh you know like what are your dreams just like randomly I was like who is this man asking me my dreams but he was so fine girl I really didn't care what he was asking me about (laughs) I did not care what he was like I was like oh yeah you know I got dreams or whatever like who doesn't have dreams um and I was telling him about the skincare subscription box and I was like, I just wanna make this skincare subscription box because like I heard this podcast and this lady she's doing like a hair care subscription box and I feel like people need stuff for their skin and I like to take care of my skin, my skin looks good. And he was like, Yeah, your skin does look good. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. Like <laughs> And so like we exchanged numbers and then like we kind of would like cause he had a business that he was working on at the time as well. So we would kinda of like shoot ideas off of each other and Just like checking and be like, hey, you know, how's the business going? Are you working towards your goals? That type of thing. So it was cool because he was kind of like an accountability partner in that aspect. So um, I remember trying to pick a name because I was like, okay, you know, you you got this business idea, but you need a name for it. You can't be like, oh, this is my skincare subscription box. Like, I mean, you could, I guess at this point, but (laughs) at the time I was like, I need this name that's going to like capture people's attention and really make them want to buy this so after like much deliberation I decided to call it the body box and I was like this is it and he was like hey did you look up the name and make sure no one else owns it so I was like oh you know I never thought of that so I looked up the name and it sure enough someone else owned that name and I was so salty because I think it was like a workout company or workout clothes something to do with workouts none of which that I was doing at the time <laughs> but it was something to do with workouts and like workout gear some meal prep plans I was something to that effect and I was so salty because it I mean I really toiled over that name and I just knew that was the name I was gonna name the company but that did not work out so I was like okay back to the drawing board so I, I really thought about I was like okay what draws me into a product what makes me want to buy things and for me besides necessity of course when I really like want something what really draws me in is the bouginess of something how bougie is it doesn't it make me feel rich doesn't make me feel good like I don't mind people calling me bougie because I just always felt like I deserve the finer things in life anyway in the way like my grandmother like raised us she was just like you know even though you're poor you don't have to dress poor you don't have to act poor you don't have to look poor you don't have to you know feel dejected none of that you still rise to the occasion you know what I'm saying so like for me I was like I need a name that's gonna be bougie I need I need when people read this they're gonna be like oh yes this is luxury this is luxurious I'm feeling it So, this was just, like, on the forefront of my mind, like, for weeks. And I'm just, like, I really could not sleep well for at least, like, I want to say two or three weeks. And I was, like, why can't I get any rest, Lord? I just want to shut my eyes. So, finally, I just was, like, okay, I'm tired enough and I think I'm going to just go to sleep. So, I go to sleep and then, boom, three o'clock in the morning, I'm up with the idea. Something's just, like, lavish, lavish, lavish. And I'm just, like, lavish, what is this? So, I jump up and I, like, start drawing these like little rough sketches very rough sketches might I add (laughs) I'm no Michelangelo but you know I could put a little something something together so I'm drawing these sketches I'm like oh I was like I don't know what lavish is but like I like it I'm feeling it and I'm here for it so I'm just drawing it out I'm like okay this is like what's coming to mind I don't know why but this is it so you know I try to launched the company under that uh name it was just lavish like it wasn't lavish skincare 11 I just said lavish that was it so I took my rough sketches to a friend at the time who I believe is still an artist I'm not sure if they're doing that if they've moved on to other endeavors but I was just like you know maybe they can bring my rough sketches to life and you know, help me with this logo that I'm like constantly thinking about. So I show them the rough sketches and they like burst into hysterical laughter. I mean, they are in stitches, killing over everything. Like, what is this foolishness you put in front of my face? And I'm looking like, you know, at the time, <laughs> at the time I was most definitely insulted because I was like, dang, you ain't had to laugh that hard. You know what I'm saying? Cause I like, was really funny, <laughs> you know, like where to joke at, but You know, that was fine because to me, I started looking at things as like, okay, if I'm not getting a full answer, then that's a no. Let me just move on to the next. So I just took my little rough sketches. I was like, well, you know what? Thank you for looking at them. You know, I I think I might take these elsewhere and see if someone else can work with them. And they were, I mean, I've never had, (laughs) I've never had anyone laugh that hard at something I've drawn probably in life. So (laughs) It was a humbling experience to say the least, but also at the time I was insulted. I'm glad that today I can laugh at it because now it is actually funny. Um, because I found an even better graphic designer that has brought all of my crazy ideas to life and put them on paper so that I can show everyone. Um hit up at Made That Designs LLC. I'm telling you, hands down, the best graphic designer I've ever worked with. Um but yes, so you know I put I took my little sketches back and I tried to launch the business anyway I tried to work with someone else but they were like I forgot how much they wanted for their designs but they didn't really do like logos they did more uh, different types of artwork but even though they were a graphic designer that wasn't like their area of expertise um so that didn't work. And then when I tried to launch the business in 2015, it tanked, honey. When I tell you it tanked, Titanic tanked. Okay, like it went down in flames because I was not ready to run a business. I was not ready to start a business in any way. Like there was so many missing pieces. I wasn't ready financially, spiritually, mentally, physically, none of that. And that was also around the time where I started to get ill Um, and that lasted for about a year and a half so I have endometriosis and it was just a severe case of endometriosis at the time the reason why it took a year and a half is because one I kept switching doctors because they were acting like they didn't know what was going on and maybe they really didn't know what was going on IDK um also once we kind of figured out what was happening um some of the doctors did not want to operate because they were like oh you know you didn't have kids yet and what if you want to have kids and I'm just like how am I going to have the kids if I am dead like (laughs) that's not adding up to me um so I just kept studying doctors until I found someone who would work with me shout out to Dr. Collins um yeah so it took a year and a half two surgeries honey and during that time the whole business idea was just shelved but i did work i did work the entire time just about except for like the times when i had the surgeries because you know you have the recovery period and all that jazz um but yeah i were dang i think i worked somewhere everywhere i worked where did i work at still was at the grocery store worked for the electric company will not name them as well because I'm salty that the bill be so high what's that about um it's not our fault honey that it's hot and we got to run the air all day um (laughs) I worked for them I was a meter reader not a meter maid I'd be trying to explain it to people I was not going to put tickets on nobody's car mostly because I'd be parked illegally so I will pull my car into anywhere (laughs) into anywhere if it looks like a viable space And that my car will not be ran into by other vehicles. I will put my car in that space. Um, I was a meter reader for the electric company, which was very interesting. Because I had never really worked outside before. Um, And yeah, that was just, you know. I will say they paid well. I will give them that. Um, What else? Oh, I worked at the gym. Which... (laughs) that was the time that I just I don't know how I ended up working all those jobs like what was I doing um uh, but yeah worked at the gym did I do anything else in that time I want to say that was it I think that was all I could be very wrong though because your girl has worked just about every job known to man okay I'd I be I'd be joking with people saying I done worked every job I done did everything except for sell drugs and sell ass so like <laughs> you know and the way the economy's going i would probably choose selling drugs because you know i can't part cannot part with the ass like that you know what i'm saying i just i can't um <laughs> but i sell these feet pics though i will sell these feet pics baby my sister is a nail tech honey hit up no bs nail studio um and i will get these hooves done just right <laughs> but anyway back to what i was saying so yeah it took about a year and a half as far as like the surgeries I mean it was it was just so much going on in that time like I lost a crazy amount of weight and like I just did not even look like myself and I think for me what made me take it really seriously was more so seeing like my family's reaction and like my friend's reaction to me being sick because like for me I was just kind of like ah this is every day you know, I'm living it, so it's whatever at this point. And it was touch and go for a minute. And it's like some people they're like, "Oh, are you afraid you're gonna die?" And I was like, to be honest, I was at the point with it to where, had I transitioned, I would have just been like, "Well, all right, you know, like it'll be a new experience for all of us." Because, honey, I'm tired. I'm tired. It was it was a very long process to be ill. Um and it, it put into perspective a lot of things as well for me. Um I will say the good thing, yeah. I mean I I don't say good things came from it, but there were a lot of lessons learned during that time, after that time. Um But yeah. I mean, you know, you live, you learn, and you move on. And I think during Was it after the second? Yes, it was after the second surgery. So I had my second surgery... I'll say... It had to be 2016 or 2017. I think it might have been... Yeah, 2017. When I had the second surgery, so during that time the recovery process was pretty lengthy um I had already spent like two weeks in the hospital then we had the surgery then there was like that recovery week and it was like free me okay let me out of here you know do what y'all had to do thank you so much I appreciate y'all shout out to my bestie for sneaking like snowballs in there for me like (laughs) ah that was kicks you give me the snowball and people be like what is this coming out of your ng tubes it's like what what is this? But <laughs> He's like, is it blood? I was like, oh, it's a snowball. And they're just like, all right, don't scare us like that again. Um, but yeah, so after that surgery, of course, you have to go in for like the follow up. So I told myself I was like, OK, when I go in for this checkup and my doctor clears me and says that I can like pretty much like resume my normal scheduled activities then, you know, I'm just really going to buckle down and like get myself together, you know, because at the time I had been focusing on like just all kinds of like crap that really didn't serve me in any way that I needed to let go of. Um, and I did. And I feel like it made it easier to let go of things during that time. Um, and I just was like, well, you know. I'm just get it together and like the idea came back to me as far as like starting my skincare line again and I was just like dang okay I was like I guess I could start to try it again you know I was like the first time it didn't really work out so I felt like I had a little like PTSD or something from that time because it just failed miserably so I was just like okay all right well this time I'm starting from a little experience so I'm gonna try it again So I kept thinking, I was like, man, you know, I want to make these skincare products because I was like, how am I going to convince these big name companies to send me full size bottles or containers of their skin size of their skincare products and ship them off to people in subscription box? I was like, I don't even know these people like that. You know, they don't know me. I was like, there's like, how am I going to get in touch with these people? Like I had no game plan. So I was like, well, you know what? I can make my own stuff easy like I've seen my grandmother make products to put on our skin to help fix whatever it is that we didn't got into so I was like I could do this I could do this so then I started thinking I was like well damn you know like what do I know about skincare like that like I I have a general you know understanding of how the body works you know from a biology standpoint and from somewhat of a chemistry standpoint but as far as skincare as a whole I was like child I don't know what I'm doing outside of my own skincare so I um kept seeing these ads for Blue Cliff for their aesthetics program and I was like oh okay and you know I would just keep scrolling I was like child I don't know why this keep popping up I was like you click on one thing and I just populate all the time so I just ignored it and kept scrolling but I kept (laughs) like Asking God, I was like, you know, like, I just need to, like, figure out how to learn. You know, just, like, talking. I'd be talking to God, just chopping it up. i am like, you know, I need to figure out more about skincare. I need to figure this out. I need to, like, read more books. And, again, like, all the time, like, it would seem like I would, like, scroll past someone's picture on IG, and then it will be a blue clip ad for aesthetic. Scroll past another picture, and here's the ad again. And I'm just like, what is this about? So then one day I'm like, well, let me click on it because it keep popping up. Come to find out, this is the skincare <laughs> lessons that I've been wanting to learn about so I was like well let me sign up for like the consultation or whatever it is that they do to to reel the students in you know they got to sell it to you so signed up for that someone called me from the school and they were just like oh you know now's the time to get in you know uh, we only have a few spaces left and you know you'd be great for the program I was like okay you know let me see but I don't like people trying to like quick talk me and stuff so I was like well I was like okay I was like we'll see I was like I'll get the documents to you and all that stuff and I'll get back to you guys so she was like all right she was like don't take too long I was like this is when the classes start and I was like all right, all right, all right. you know cool but <laughs> I think I missed the first deadline because I was just like right, I ain't about to go like, you know what I'm saying like they ain't about to play on me that's what I was saying I was like, they ain't about to play on me I ain't about to do all that all quick and stuff So I think I missed that deadline, but they had another one coming up for a different class. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. Because I was like, I don't know, like a part of me was like, okay, I need to get out of my own way. Because like, this is a class that I've been asking for this whole time. So I need to like, take it. So I um, finally signed up for the class. And, you know, we get into the swing of things. And like, lo and behold... Pretty much the whole class is all like general biology and like a little bit of chemistry. And I was like, bruh, hand it here. Give me the test right now. It's like, I'm about to pass all this. This ain't nothing. <laughs> they were probably sick of me. I was just like, this ain't, this is a cakewalk. Like hand it here. I've already done this. Like I was pleasantly surprised to find out how science-based skincare really is. Actually, I was, I was so excited. I was like, this is great. This is really, like, up my alley. Um, so, finished the program at Blue Cliff. And I think, like, towards the end of the program, I was like, I'm about to, like, start my skincare business. And I was, like, mixing up all this stuff. And the first body butters that I made, shout out to the people who bought the first body butters, because baby... Them body butters was hard enough to knock a building down. <laughs> like, and thank you for all the people who told me how hard they were. Because, whoo child, what a time. My calculations were off. <laughs> Just too much cocoa butter, okay. Um, <laughs> not enough emulsifying agent, okay. Making something to soften that thing. But, um, yeah. So... I was starting it, I was still, at the time, I could only work one job. Well, I mean, I technically was, work, I don't think I've ever really worked a job by itself <laughs> for long. i always worked multiple jobs, because I worked, um, my little Whole Foods job for, I don't know how long. I think I worked for that for a minute. But it was so easy, it was just like, once a week, you pop in, pop out, get your money, go on. You know, um and honestly like that particular job although i will say it wasn't like a ton of money that i was making from that job it sustained me for a while even though i was working like that one day a week like i kind of got like slick on them instead of going like weekly like seven days a week i would go five that way i would get paid more frequently um but yeah that's it's crazy i don't even know how i made it working that job alone but it worked out, man, it worked out, but back to the aesthetics thing, so taking the class, and I'm working at the grocery store, Um, like, in the evenings, overnight, like, I didn't care what it was, I was just trying to get this money, because I was like, I'm trying to start this business up, and I really think this time, this business is gonna take off, and I just knew, I mean, I just knew it was gonna hit You know, so I'm like, I got to do everything. I was like, I got to get this money. I had signed up for a pop-up. I signed up for this pop-up shop. And I didn't have any products. (laughs) Not a single product. I signed up. I had a logo that Brandy had made at Be Made That Designs LLC. And I had paid the fee for a pop-up shop. And I hadn't even, at the time, when I... apply for that um pop-up shop I didn't even have my business registered with the state <laughs> I didn't have a EIN number none of that I was just like I just know I need to make these products because it's gonna be a hit it's gonna take off this is gonna be everything so I was like well you know what I was like this is how much time I have until the pop-up shop and I can just get everything it was like a month out <laughs> one month I was like I could just get it done in that month it can't be that hard right so the easy part was registering the business and getting the EIN but honey making them products oh I was way in over my head way 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 and like I had I always say it was like for me I always say it was like it was God it was the Holy Spirit who gave me those ideas because I would be in my dead sleep and someone would be like get up (laughs) <laughs> write this down <laughs> well not like so aggressively because like those who know me know that I do not like to be awakened aggressively because it's like for what wake me up gently honey I'm a delicate flower but <laughs> it would be like you know like someone just be like get it write this down so I would like get up out of my sleep because I couldn't rest until I wrote down the idea it would be like write these ingredients down like I may not have the measurements but I have like a rough recipe and I'd like write it down real quick just so I could go back to sleep and I was like okay I got the ingredients and I'll figure out the measurements when I wake up so it was a lot of trial and error getting the products together I think the first pop up shop I did what did I have I had a body butter a body scrub a lip balm a lip scrub and there anything else I want to say that was it I want to say that was it I came in with my four products and it was a great pop-up shop it was great Um, I will say I learned so much in that one experience one my sister had to come in and save the day let's let's take it back for a second so my good sis saw that I was like working trying to get all this stuff from my business I just got a massage table and I was doing like facials out of my bedroom out the bedroom honey shout out to the people that got the facials in the bedroom or the people that I came to them and pulled the table out on them you heard me at their house um <laughs> and I, I had to start somewhere you know, and that was like my thing. I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to work. Like, I would literally get off from Winn-Dixie. And I think at the time, they were closing at 12. I don't know how I started working till 12. Like, what was I thinking? Um Get off at 12, leave from Winn-Dixie, go do a facial, and then go home. I was so glad when Winn-Dixie started closing at 11. Oh, I didn't say at the store. Well... It's out the bag now. (laughs) But yes, when they started closing at 11, that was everything. I was like, good. I don't know how I was making it to 12. Anyway, so they... They... My sister... She just saw like I was working trying to get all my stuff together and I was like telling her about the business and like throw, shooting her all my like business ideas and I was like look at my logo and I was like look at these business cards that she made so I get a business cards to pass out to everybody so I can look all professional and she was just like oh okay you know like encouraging me that's nice so like she was like well you know what I'm gonna she said like I'm gonna pull your your credit report because she's like if you're gonna be running this business and doing these services and things you need to have good credit So I was like, well, all right, you know, pull it. I mean, you know, let me see what I'm working with, you know. Um, And she did that. So like I had my table still out and I came home one day and I saw like it was like these stacks of paper with my credit reports. And next to it was this box and then like this shiny little um, business card holder. an envelope next to it that said I believe in you I be trying not to get choked up talking about this but um let me get my vocals together I'm really getting choked up here um so not only did she pull my credit report because I really needed to comb through that thing because there was some discrepancies honey they was trying to get your girl um not only did she pull my credit report, but she ordered my first business cards, which I didn't know she was going to do that. I just sent her the design because I was like, isn't this so cute? Like, it looks so professional. I love it. Um, this goes with the logo and everything that's like bougie and I love it. And she ordered my first business cards and got me like the business card holder so I could look all professional and whip that out on people. Be like, oh, yeah, here, take my card. Um, <laughs> and she did that. And, um, in the envelope that said, I believe in you was $400. I will never forget the amount $400 because I'm getting choked up again, honey. Ooh. And that was the startup money that I needed to get everything that I need to just, just start my business to apply for my LLC to, get the products I needed to make the body butter that was too hard and to make the lip balm that was also too hard (laughs) but them scrubs though scrubs was everything from the jump so it was everything that I needed to start my business and I really cannot thank her enough because there would be no lavish skincare and there would definitely be no lavish skin bar without her contribution to me starting up So when I saw that she started her business, I was like, we, we in this, we in this, um, whoo, child be getting choked up every time I think about it, but yes, gave me the startup money and the pop-up shop was a success. And it was really like just me getting my name out there. And I noticed like one, I don't know, like, I don't want to call too many names because I don't know if people really want to be mentioned in that way. But this one lady in particular, she went around to like every table and bought something from the table, you know? And I think for me, that was pivotal because it really... Even if it's something that you may not really be using, it was pivotal to me because it shows how you can really support your community. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people think of you know and there's different ways that you can support you can like a post you can share you can subscribe to a page but also supporting financially is major like I know a lot of people will be like you know it costs zero dollars to support and that is true that is very true and I will never take away from that because you never know people's like financial situation so they may not have the opportunity in that moment to support you financially but if you do and you can most definitely do that so like I think for me when I go to pop-up shops I try to hit all the tables up be like okay you know I need some of these and give me some of those (laughs) and I'll take a few of these and what that is okay you know like sell it to me I'm here to I'm here to shop but um yes so I definitely definitely credit my sister with the lavish brand because I always say she's a a a silent partner because I'd be like you want to collab and she'd be like "Ah, that's you that's your thing you go ahead and do it and, yes, there would be no lavish anything without her. Um, and when I was ready to start up my spa business, Lavish Skin Bar, she gave me the money for that because I was like, I kept thinking, I was like, Lord, how am I buy? Who knew wax costs so much? <laughs> Where all my SD friends at? Because, honey, that wax will run up a tab. It was like, what? what am I waxing like this? What y'all put in the wax that it costs as much? do I need to make my own wax like what's going on here um but wax is pricey child and just supplies in general I was like man I was like you know I have these few things but I need these and I need that and she was just like okay fine like you know take this use that and she really like helped get me started up so yeah when you see the lavish brand just think of her baby think of her because she is definitely the reason why I even have these businesses um But yes, Laura, where did I leave off at? The pop-up shop? Pop-up shop. I'm all over. I hope y'all following this (laughs) because I didn't talk about some of everything. But yes, so the skincare thing, it was going great. I was still working at the grocery store, honey. And I also, where else was I? I worked so many jobs in between there and really starting to work in aesthetics. I um, reached out to a few people. Um, who I found and then like blue clip would have people come in and be like oh we're gonna leave your car hit us up but you know that always that didn't always work out you know because people are it it really is a lot of work running a spa business by yourself um so we um we I was like reaching out to different people and I just kept getting no after no after no and I didn't want to work at like a chain Aesthetics place because I was just like I did not hear the best things about them like I'm sure they're not all horrible but I didn't hear the best things about them and I was like I don't want to put myself in that type of environment for something that I actually enjoy doing so I just kept asking around then one day um I went in to get a wax so like just about everybody in Canada was getting waxed by Gloria because she's the best right so we're going in and like she was like oh girl how you been she was like I remember you said you was in study school how's that going and I was like girl I finally finished but like I can't get no job nowhere they ain't trying to hire the girl as a facialist and I was like I want to do facials like I love skincare and she was just like well she was like I need somebody to do facials and I was like oh, really <laughs> like forgot all, I forgot all about the wax she was still waxing but I forgot all about it because like i was telling her i was like i had asked so many people and everybody was like no 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 or i can't or this and that which was fine which was totally fine like i'm okay with the nose i just was you know ready to work i was like let me shadow somebody like something like let me in the dope and she really gave me my first opportunity to really work in aesthetics and i'm so grateful for for her because she really mentored me and made sure that i was the best at what i was doing at all times like, she was on my ass. <laughs> she did not play. She's like, not only, you know, are you representing yourself, but you're representing my business as well. So you have to be the best. And she brought in um, Miss Amy to, like, train me. I mean, like, it was, it was phenomenal. Um, and she really, like, took her time as far as, like, honing in on my skills. And then I was like, you know, she even, like, mentioned, she was like, you know, it's okay for you to take the initiative as well to learn more skills, to do more, you know, services, to promote yourself. Because, like, in my head, I was just like, oh, okay, it's going to come to me. And it was like, she was like, no, you got to put in the work. So, like, I definitely credit her with, like, mentoring me and, like, helping me hone in on my skills as far as becoming, like, the best waxer, the best sugaring specialist, the best facialist out here. Like, you know what I'm saying? so um, that was just a great time and Gloria relocated which we were all so sad about but you know she's gonna flourish wherever she's at so it's you know it's up there it's up there and I'd like started working at another space because I was like honestly had I taken my time I don't think I would have worked there but I was kind of like scrambling I was like oh I need to figure out what I need to do am I going to like you know go off on my own am I gonna do this I'm gonna do that So I decided to like work somewhere else until I decided on what I was going to do. And that was not the best decision um, that I've made. (laughs) But I am grateful for the experience because it taught me one, what things not to do when running a business. And then also two that. It's okay to like step out on faith. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, had I been comfortable where I was at, I would have never stepped out to start my own spa business. I would have just stayed there, and I would have just, you know, worked because that's what I was used to. Doing. I was used to working, you know. Um, but yeah, it's definitely been a journey. I'm super excited about all the things that Lavish Skincare and Lavish Skin Bar have to offer now have to offer in the future I am so grateful for all of my clients all of my customers everyone who supports me and just always encourages me and I really honestly I can't even like not go without mentioning this the people who give me constructive criticism and like you know they may not like a service or they may not like a product that I offer but instead of like blasting me like oh this was bullshit you know what I'm saying like just going in on me they come to me and I'm glad that the clientele that I have and the customers that I have they feel comfortable enough with me they trust me enough with trust me enough I'm sorry y'all they trust me enough to where they are comfortable coming to me with whatever issues that they have because they know that it'll be resolved they know that if if they don't like a product or like a product is like it's like you know this is a little weird the way it came out I don't know you know that's how it's supposed to be like let me know something I will go back in the lab and I'm like okay we got to rework this I got to see what they're talking about and fix it they know I'm gonna make it right so yeah that's how I became your esthetician's favorite esthetician and it has been a journey and i'm sure that the gray hairs that i have in my head are from (laughs) all the work that i've been doing trying to run the business that's where the tough part comes in is running the business not once you get your name and your logo and your llc and you register with the state and all that that is the easy part those are the moments that you really i always tell people when you get that done celebrate enjoy that revel in those moments because when it's time to run that business the highs and the lows it make you want to not even get out of bed some days you know but you still got to push forward you know still got to push through it um yeah so i hope y'all enjoyed this roller coaster ride of your favorite skincare maven Mm -hmm. garyana check out My skincare page, shoplavishskincare.com. Check me out on the Square site as well. Lavish Skin Bar Metairie. I will um, include the links in the description for everyone that I've mentioned. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. Let me backtrack. I was about to wrap it up, but y'all, I cannot in this podcast without mentioning my girl Jen. So, a lot of people they see like the posts that I make, well, I'm not even I make. They see the posts that are made on both my pages and that is not me. People be like, "Oh, you got time to post, honey?" That wasn't me. <laughs> that was not me. That was all Jen. I mean, when I tell you, if you don't have a social media manager, you need to get one. Seriously. Like it just took so much off of my plate to not have to post daily. And I didn't realize how overwhelmed I was with trying to post and making sure that people knew about this and knew about that. It took so much off my plate. It was like a weight lifted. And not only did it take something off of my plate, when it was done correctly and I found someone who was actually an expert in the area, my sales went up 200%. 200. I'm gonna tag her in this too. Cause like people be sleeping on social media managers. Like now I will say they got some people cause like I almost work with somebody and they I, I don't want to say they took my money but what they said that they would offer and what they did was not the same like it was absolute foolishness and I was just like this can't be what social media marketing is about but once I started working with Jen let me tell you baby it was on and popping it was on and popping I was just like I just you know I gotta put you in the budget somewhere. I gotta put it in the budget because, like, it really changed the whole trajectory of my business and just how I saw marketing and promoting my business as a whole. But yes, now I'm gonna wrap it up. I just wanna let y'all know that y'all need, if you got a business, you need a social media manager. And you, you, you can use my social media manager. Hit her up, baby book the consultation people book the consultation and think that they don't need the services after but you do they'll be like oh I got the consultation honey get the services I'm telling you I'm telling you you need this in your life so now we're really wrapping it up I hope you guys have a great week that's filled with love happiness peace and joy a great time this has been the second adventures with gary podcast and i'm out of here love y'all